Hello, I'm Hunter, and you found your way to the Stranger Than Fan Fiction podcast. This place, this place is secret. And now that you know of its existence, we ask, can you be trusted? Will you break our delicately crafted facade and peel away the edges of reality for your own personal gain? Will you? This podcast features adult themes and language, so kids, watch out. And now, on to the podcast and our continued secret existence. They give me the EBGBs Wait, in certain e- situations. E- 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 EBGBs? Yeah. There's no, there's no other a, letter that's in a front sweet of EB? G- Do you say EBGBs? EBGBs? Yeah, what comes before it? EBGBs. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard both, actually. What are you, a heathen? Yeah. EBGBs. I've been what, making it up. What, what, what <laughs> the hell? On, I could swear on my life I've heard EBGBs. Maurice, I think you're an heretic. Let me look it up. <laughs> Guys, I think Hunter's right about this. Hunter's yeah. I, I think Reese, you're... Or you Reese. can't say his H's. <laughs> Do you know... He must be having fuck. a hard time right now. This, yeah. this explains why he's been calling me Ta this Reese, entire time. Reese, I, I'm going to have you know this is not very humorous to us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stranger Than Fan Fiction, where we celebrate the fans and the fiction by reading fiction from fans. I am the new car instrument, the Honda Accordion Taha. I am the mascot of Russian Disney, Ricky the Rat, Wes. I am the long-lost voice of Horton Hears a Who, Reese. I am the slow, encapsulating void right behind your eyes, waiting to take over. Hunter. And I'm the guest nobody wanted back. Noah Barry. What? Yeah. Who the fuck uh, let you inside? Yeah, that's not Welcome. true. Well, I snuck in. So. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, come well, on, Noah. Everyone wanted you here, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. this was all planned. Oh, man, I'm so happy. I'm so, so happy, happy that you were here, friend. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to have my human well, friend here. Welcome to the shortest episode of Stranger Than Fan Fiction. Thanks, y'all, for joining. As always, remember, stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. Uh, for <laughs> those of you just joining us if you've not met noah before he was on i believe episode four the spongebob power hour uh noah welcome back thanks was that episode four no i don't know no i think it was was like 14 or 15 episode four was before we even got in the studio episode four was i I think it was was, i think i'm confusing it because it had no no episode four was quarantine bottom but i was confusing it because oh yeah episode four was the fourth episode oh Oh. Oh. true right right true So wait, does that mean episode five was the f- sixth episode? I think close. So. Close. close. Was it the? Oh really? F- it's the one, fourth it's episode. The one after the fourth That's episode. That's the one it's we the one just after the fourth about. episode. Oh. So it has to be the fourth and a half episode. Seventh episode. Close. Yeah. Yeah. You're almost there. Great. Also, if you're Still just joining us, weird number to start. Yeah. Weird yeah. one. This is like yeah, episode. Is We've never made that joke. Yeah, who knows? I, yeah. <laughs> every episode. Why'd you pick this Why'd one? Why'd you pick this <laughs> one to start? Why are you even listening to this well, podcast? I mean, regardless, we're happy to have you. We are yeah. very happy to have yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, we're happy to have you, but I, what? I'm judging <laughs> you. I'm, uh, I am fully one. Get out. Leave. If you no, 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 come back. If you haven't turned it off by now, I mean, I'm sort of impressed. Quick, Noah, if you had to pick one of us to fight, who would you choose? Ooh. This They're is all be- scrappy. I this, don't is, know. this is before my finger broke. I'm not a broke. fighter. I'm a lover. Who, okay, fine. If you had to pick one of us to love, 
Who would it be? And I'm talking like raunchy ass sex. Oh. Is this like a fuck Mary Kill sort of thing? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, let's yeah, do that. Yeah. Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Fuck well, Mary wait, we kill. gotta have one there's one more. Fuck Mary Kill and Hurt. Fuck harder and 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 open a business with yes ooh okay fuck Mary, Mary kill, kill open, open a business, business with, with. Right. Well, I <laughs> well I definitely feel like uh, wanna wanna fuck Wes because mm, okay. I just have him talk in my ear mm-hmm. whisper sweet nothings in that's a low fair. tone I don't like where this is going so far that's fair I'd probably uh, Wes could you give us examples of the sweet nothings that you would whisper in Noah's ear yeah sure oh I love that <laughs> Hell hey, yeah. hey Noah you smell like New shoes. Oh, sweet Jesus. Nice. I, like I like that. I gotta clean up the studio you. now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so we have fucks. Okay, there's a good so example. So there's that. So uh, Mary, I definitely marry Taha. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think um, the apartment would always be nice and organized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think he'd always, I am, I, he'd always just have a plan, you know? My my selling point, I feel like, would be domestic bliss. Mm. I think I've I've gotten good at that over quarantine. So you know what, Noah? I'm going to fucking take care of you, babe. Oh, thank you. I love I'm going to love you so hard. And right, then so I had, uh, Reese and I are both left? sweating bullets right yeah. now. <laughs> Starting a business and killing. Okay, well, I'd, I'd kill Hunter because as everyone- You son of a bitch! As everyone knows, he's yes, my he best friend it. and my adversary. <laughs> and my and I can't would... let him get stronger than me. Thank God. And One then start a business with, with Reese because, Hell you yeah. know, Reese is business savvy. Sure. <laughs> I'll take it. Because honestly, thinking about that, like looking at in this room and figuring out who Noah would do what with, I was going to kill myself. Like not in like a, in not in a literal way, but like choosing from everyone. I was like, oh shit. I don't I'm, think I'm the best choice for any of these. Uh, well, like what would our die. business be, Reese? What, what, what business would we start? I, mean, I feel like it would have to be about music, right? It would, have to, it would have to have something musical some in it. Some nerd shit. Yeah, something nerdy, something musical. Nerd music. Yeah, a sound. So we could just start a company a that writes music. We can for replace nerd Daft things. Punk, <gasps> but it'd be Daft Nerd Paft Dunk, Paft Dunk, Paft Dunk, and just do all their songs, but slightly change the lyrics. Doing okay. Everybody is a salmon, and we're doing okay. Yeah. Or like raft, <laughs> we can change it to our initials, so it can be raft nunk, raft nunk, <laughs> raft nunk, daft junk, or baff bunk for your last names. Yeah, true. Yeah, oh yeah, we can be we can be the berry rights or the ooh or the, or ooh. the boat. Berries. Boat berries. <laughs> the boat berries. The berry boat. The berry boat. Aww. That's cute. I That's like cute. that. Okay, berry boat. So now the business is fruit cups, but we yeah. call them berry boats. Yeah. Fruit cups. Uh-huh. That yeah. Wow. Smart. Are they like? Wow. Are they like yogurt? Yeah, they can. You have, could get can yogurt, yogurt as a dishes. base. We have ice cream. You could do like a berry mm, ice cream. Gelato. Yeah. A gelato. Yeah. Maybe will. a maybe a creme. Maybe a creme. Maybe a creme. Maybe a creme. Maybe a I actually like that idea. Um, <laughs> let's talk after. I'll write this. him down. Yeah, let's yeah. talk after this, cool. and then right after you, fuck Wes, marry Taha, and kill Hunter. <laughs> this is all in the same. Not day. necessarily yeah. in that order. <laughs> yeah. In whatever order you please, as long as Hunter dies. Now, now, granted, this, you know, it's going to happen one day. <laughs> the event of Hunter getting killed by me is only if he becomes stronger than me. Yes, that's, that's the. True. That's okay, the. Okay. So I do need to. I do need to preface this: is that you need to form these bonds with these three to grow stronger, while I sever them, and then we need to meet on like a cliff top over the ocean, exactly. swords on our hips, yes, and like, I'll just be sitting there staring, and when you come up, it'll be like just a shot of your foot going, and I'll be like, so. The days finally come. <laughs> you knew this day would come. Yeah, it's it's fucking what's uh 
yeah. Baki, Baki, where you, <laughs> it's like you know. Baki with Baki's dad, where he has to get, he's waiting until the son gets as strong as him so that he can fight him. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yo, you, he's literally uh, just grooming his son to be the most powerful fighter. So he can kill him. So that he can beat him up. <laughs> so I have a father-son relationship. I have a little game I want to play before what? we start the episode okay. today. So those of you who didn't know. Wes, I have bad news. What's that? Episode's already started. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's your game? No, I'm done. Okay, good. That was no. the game. <laughs> uh, so, those of you who don't know, which is everybody, because this literally just happened earlier today, Hunter uh, dislocated a finger while playing some basketball. Yeah, that's right. I just called you out. So, yeah, but I was, like, really owning it before that. Well, that's so. the thing. <laughs> don't, don't spoil the game. I want us to all go around, play a little fun improv game that's a classic, classic improv game. Uh, we'll, start, we'll start with Hunter. Okay. Give us a sentence. And we're gonna craft the narrative that we that you will be telling to everybody about how you fractured and dislocated and why you have a splint on your fingers now. So we're gonna do one sentence at a time, going around in an order, and we're gonna craft just like a little short story about how what happened to you, Hunter? Okay. What happened to your finger? Something really cool. <sighs> and we'll make it cool i promise yeah, yeah no okay when it gets to us we'll make it really Super cool because cool. <laughs> that's what we do it was a foreboding and stormy day when the reckoning occurred upon the courts a game was played realizing the people that he couldn't leave behind hunter knew that he had to act he made his way across the pavement, small wiffle bat in hand, humming to himself the Barney theme song. The enemy was before him, tall, foreboding. He looked upon it, took one breath, two, a third, and one more. He was ready. In an instant, the Barney theme still buzzing in his head. He jumped with the force of a thousand legs. I love you. You love me. We're a happy... Ah! He said as his finger snapped with the force of the Wifflebat coming down upon his quarry. <laughs> and before him stood wounded, heaving sighs. Barney, <laughs> I'll sacrifice a thousand fingers to see your head roll, wench, he said. Barney stared for a moment and then spoke. <laughs> I'm not the one with a broken finger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, I think I that's, think that's, that's good. good. I think that's it. <laughs> And that's exactly what happened. Exactly so what so happened. Hunter is just at a bar eventually, let's hope. And uh, he's just like, yeah, no, fucking crazy. I was playing basketball. All of a sudden, Barney showed up. And then we had a fucking epic battle in the rain. And then I broke my pinky. You know? yeah, so you yeah. broke your pinky hitting Barney with a wiffle ball. Yeah, back. I hit him so hard. <laughs> your pinky broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. pinky broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the force, the shock wave. You could yeah, resonate. But, but it's a wiffle bat. So for yeah. Barney, it was like. <laughs> You're gonna have yeah. to try harder than that. It's honestly the best thing that could have happened because I 
honestly, guys, I'm going to brag about this just a little bit more because I've never done anything cooler. But uh, I dislocated it and, like, popped it back into place. And it's okay. And, I, God, I feel so cool. <laughs> now, to bring it back down, this was during a game of horse. Yes, and I was losing. But we never finished the game, so we'll never know who yeah, won. Yeah, this, is, this was when he apparently whiffed catching the ball. <laughs> yeah, the real story. The real story <laughs> didn't involve Barney at all. I had to bounce it off the backboard and then catch it while jumping up and throw it into the hoop. You and did one third of that successfully. Yeah, I, I bounced it off the backboard. <laughs> it came back and completely wrecked my pinky. <laughs> and everyone was like, ha And I was like, ah, uh, we might have a situation yeah. you know, in, in the basketball. Like, oh, no, this is actually bad. Yeah. And we're like, what? In the basketball <laughs> like, community, in, in the basketball community, we call that a An big oopsie. boy basketball bounce. We call that a jammy, jammy, jammy. <laughs> we call that a basketball no-no. A b-ball no-no. A b-ball no-no. A b-ball no-no. Well, do you want to get into the, the next, uh, yeah, next order? I think it's time. So, Business. Noah, I did love this that is game. new for you. This yes. is new for you. You haven't been around for our weekly prompt. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this is basically an opportunity for us to craft a small narrative in the span of five minutes. We scour the internet, and by that I mean we take about five minutes each morning to look for writing prompts on quick scour. Reddit. It took me like ten minutes today to find these. Okay. Uh, and this is coming to us from Reddit user Mr. Juice. Thank you, Mr. Juice. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Juice. Thank you, Mr. Thank Juice. You, Mr. Juice. Uh, the prompt says, one day you wake up with $30 and a note that says, for rent. The thing is, you aren't renting out the place. The next day you see a spider, and right before you kill it, you hear it say, please, I paid my rent, don't kill me. And that's, that's the prompt. What, 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 what happens there? What happens next? I'd like to open the floor to our resident arachnophobes. <clears throat> what do you all think about this one? Hunter oh. and Noah. Yeah. yeah. So, so Noah, for, for people listening, uh, which of us do you think has it worse? Arachnophobia. I mean, I want to say I do. I want to say that too. I, I, I'm getting better. So am I. I'm trying to <laughs> commune with the spiders to understand my fear. See, to learn okay. their language. That's what's that's what's going on here. Ew. I just said, what's up? What's up? That's Very long language. Uh, that, so that, to me, that's what's happening here. Is the When that spider says that, immediately I'm like, fuck. Okay. Because then you realize the spider has humanity. Yes. It has a job. It, it pays rent. English. And, and I, I'd be like, okay. So are we, are we assuming that it can communicate with us effectively enough to make sentences like that and just, just regular I I just mean, spoke it can to talk? You. Clearly yes. it's a British spider. The way I see it, there are two choices here. Either one, the spider can speak English, or two, you can speak spider. Mm. Oh, okay. For dramatic in intent, let's say that we can speak spider. Ugh. Because then we find out that we've been killing these things all our life that we're like, oh, no. So if that spider talked to me, I'd be like, hang on. Where are you living? One, I'm fine with $30 a month. You're a spider. I don't know where the fuck you get that and how you transport $30 in soft bills to me. But I really hope the prompt writer, like took the average space of an apartment building, like the square footage. Figured out the square footage. Then square, took the square footage of a spot that a spider would occupy in the corner of <laughs> the ceiling. Calculated $30 is the amount of space that that would be. Hey, that's a, that's a generous amount of space for $30. Yeah. 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 So I would be like, sure. 
where are you going to, I just need to know where you're going to be. And also, will you help me not fear you? You want to like watch some yeah, Netflix I, or something and sit on my shoulder? Well, then the spider's like, yeah, I'm, can that decrease my rent payment if I'm just <laughs> helping you out? Because like, I've got oh. other responsibilities I mean, if to I deal can with. fucking talk to you and you can like hang out with me sporadically, not all the time. Yes, absolutely. But here's the, here's the. Here's the thing. I don't want to see any parties in here because if I walk in and there's like 40 spiders Spider fucking party. jamming out in a party or something and then they look at me with I'm 8 billion eyes, torching I the torch place. the apartment and like, it's dead. But what if they're like, oh, hey, what's up, Rumi? I just find a few it's friends over. Like they open the apartment. What if you come in and there's just a line of like on the ceiling? I'd be like, oh, hell no. Okay, well, Noah. What if they all brought thirty dollars? Mm. They that's, all brought thirty dollars. Every single of one of those spiders oh, brought Jesus. thirty dollars to be like the, they have like a five dollar insurance fee to the party. Okay, yeah, they're you, not you have, Are we have, relegating it just charge. to that corner? Okay, I need yeah, to know. I mean, weeks if, ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, so like you need to tell me that there's a party. You need to tell me how many spiders are going to be there. At this point, are there going to be uh, the other people there that aren't spiders? Do you have friends that aren't spiders? Is it BYOB? BYOB? Bring your own bugs. Bring, bring your, your own, own bees. Bug. Do you know what this is? Is it's just a parent of like high schoolers who are going to let their kids have a party and like drink. They're like, all right, I need to know how many people are going to be here. I need to know who's coming. I need to know who's leaving or who's staying like, the night. Worry, I need worry. to make sure that nobody's going to be driving. There needs to be a jar out for them to put their little spider keys in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Little yeah. spider the spider's going to be like, no drunk crawling. Listen, Rumi, I'm, I'm like 37 I can spider years. I can are you spin. on the lease? I can spin when I'm drunk. <laughs> Wake up the next day That's and there's good. just like this atrocious web all over the kitchen and the spider's like hanging three legs it's like oh, oh fuck I had so I'm many s- fermented bugs it's like the spiders from the attic get invited down to the living room party they're not they're nobody, like oh yeah they're all from this neighborhood and it's like just your house nobody can see this but the thought of this like webbed area and a bunch of spiders my I'm like chilling I'm like <laughs> what, if, what if okay what if what if spiders live a much more fantastic life because think about it bugs are terrifying so what if there's like a witcher spider that like it's like oh yeah we've got a praying mantis that's destroying this community uh-huh. and they bring in the wolf spider uh-huh. uh he's Geralt gonna, yeah the wolf spider the wolf spider right. yeah and yeah. he comes in, and then like he shows up and he's got Geralt of Weavia Geralt of Weavia <laughs> oh, he shows God. up with like two little swords <laughs> on his back and just like a scar one of his eight eyes is just whited out and you're like who the fuck is that monster he's in the like, corner I know who I need to call Black Widow Black Widow <laughs> <laughs> and then Scarlett Johansson shows up. Yeah. In like, why form. am I here? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's time to get the job done. I, 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 I don't know. If I could communicate with the spider and like set some boundaries, I think I could live with it. And I would also, I've it's always. The average lifespan of a spider. I've always loved the idea of like a little spider buddy on my shoulder if I wasn't fucking terrified of them. Like, do you remember the spider monkey from Spy Kids 2, Island oh, of Dreams? Yes. Yeah. That guy didn't scare me. I love that spider monkey. I was like, and he got the mini version of it and was like his little pet. Fuck yes. That guy, 100% hang out with me. So here's the thing. It's those faces, dude. Yeah. In captivity, it. spiders can be, can, have been known to live up to 20 years. Oh. Normally, they only live about two. But in captivity, it extends it by about up to 10 times. Right. So you could have a spider friend. 
Like, you could have a spider lifetime Wait, friend. Am I going to, like, love this spider and become really close with it? And you when could. it dies, so it'll this be is like... Just turning into, this is just turning into Charlotte's the odd web. couple. Or M Marley and me. A spider and a human. Spider yeah. and me. Aww. Spider yeah. and me. Spider and me, my spider I, friend. I just see you, you come in a spider one day friend. and the spider's, like, curling up <laughs> on the floor. Friend, and you're like, spider? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. You, you pick him up. Your hands are shaking. He's like, a couple flies? I'm 18, brother. You remember when you were scared to touch me? No, 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 no. I, I was I, never scared to touch I you. I just didn't understand. I just didn't understand. He's like, hey, give me one for the road. <laughs> you kiss the spider. Like, bites oh, you. No. And he's like, oh, no, I meant my, my security deposit. Yeah. Give me one for the road. <laughs> I'm moving out, like, literally the road. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, I'm, you guys could. That's both wholesome and terrifying. Yeah, I still just like maybe over time, him, mm. him, her, them as the roommates, you know, them contributing and us getting along and, you know, figuring out how to do it, how to live one day at a time. Yeah. I could get over it, but the thought of it right now is just awful. Yeah. <laughs> what I if understand. You, you come in one day and it's like, yeah. Fuck the libs, am I right? You're like, ah, oh, shit. No, he's a conservative spider. He's a spider. conservative <laughs> spider. <laughs> he's a I'm just a simple spider, spider that wants saying, guns. All I'm saying is that that if Black Lives Matter protests are supposed to happen, then what's so wrong with them storming the Capitol? Yeah, why can't I'd I? would be like, ah, oh, okay, Jesus. I'm going to just... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just... You're like, uh-huh, rolling up a newspaper. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah I get okay, it. Yeah. Okay, I see. It's the, the spider spray. <laughs> one, one quick question just to just to put a button on this yeah how much would it cost how much money would it take to get you all to like allow sep like many spiders to crawl on you oh i'm thinking like seven figures i'm, I'm true i'm triggering i'm triggering your phobia here just to just to put a money cost on it so i can see a pro to see exactly what we're dealing with am i not like, gonna like, get what bit if, what if i said i give you a thousand dollars if i not enough. let like a couple really? spiders crawl on you what now what what kind of spiders are they little like are they daddy long legs are they just, big fucking uh, I mean, poisonous like, spiders like spiders array. that are going to kill you spiders that are not dangerous yeah, they're, they're, gonna not gonna, they're not going to bite no. you they're not bitey spiders they're just like crawling yeah. am i allowed to keep my eyes closed yeah yeah, yeah you just, just lay you just down. have to uh, you no, just I have to see them you, you just, just have, have to have feel to lay them. down and let them crawl on you i don't know man for like for like 30 seconds I'd, I honestly half a, for half a thousand dollars. I'd probably do it, but I'd just be shitting and peeing myself the whole time. <laughs> and then the spiders would get off of you because they're like, "Ew, gross!" Man, oh god, this guy's nasty. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I think before I went into Skyrim VR, I think I might have said yes to that. But when I freaked out at non-existent spiders in virtual reality. I started seriously doubting doubting my resolve. Yeah, yeah. like, I, and I'll I'll kill a spider with my bare hand, with my bare hand that yeah. I keep for killing spiders. Yeah, um, that you've replaced with your normal hand. That you yes, because that one broke. Because of <laughs> yeah. for us, for us non arachnophobes, how much how much would it cost? Just to just Five to give us scale. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it would take I feel like a fair amount of money just because I feel like. I just wouldn't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't. I I would be like, if someone's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you do it. I'm like, it's gotta gonna take a lot that. of effort to like I, wait for you to fill a tub full of spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if it's like if it's it's like a it's like an arrangement. Like there's a company that goes around and they do like exposure therapy. Fear Factor. 
I mean, it's like a spider, like a like a little small couple people that raise spiders, mm-hmm. and you know what? Well, I don't know <laughs> if that's a thing. And they they've started I'm this like exposure farmer. therapy thing, and they're asking you if you want just like a. They'll do it. Like they'll just do it for you. How much would it take? Like they're there, they're prepared. Would I have to go there? No, they'd bring it to you, and I'd have to like make an appointment, or and like you know, wait ar- for them to show up around your schedule. Yeah. Yeah, that's and the thing. Is I wouldn't you? feel like making an appointment. That's that's the issue. It's more inconvenient. It would take money for the inconvenience of having to take time out of yeah. my day. Well, now so what if somebody else spiders crawl? What if somebody else scheduled the appointment and surprised you with it? And was what like, if you here just you go? What if you just happened upon them and they were like, "Do you want to do this right now?" And you're yeah. like, "Yeah, sure." Like Fuck. if I was walking no. down like. A boardwalk, and yeah. there was like a stall that's like, spiders crawling you, we'll give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I, I would have to. I would have to watch somebody do it first. I'd honestly consider yeah. doing it for free, just to just because I'm, I'm curious. Like, I'm really not afraid of spiders. I mean, they they freak me out when I see them in the wild, but like in, in ice when they, when a spider's just like, I'm here. I'm like, Ugh, and then I'm then I'm fine. But like, yeah, seeing it in like a controlled environment, it doesn't. They really don't freak me out in isolation. Mm. Nope. Wow, that's I would great. do it for the thrill. I think it would be cool. All right. Okay. How much would you... For heights? So yeah. Yes. Heights? We're, we'll put yeah. you in a glass box and just take you up 100 stories. Oh, and then there's also spiders in there. There's no way you're going to fall I wouldn't out. even be thinking about the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the moment you mentioned We're all going to die. I already feel, the, I already feel the, the sweatiness of my palms. Can you, you see the spiders being like, hey, are you okay, buddy? I'm like, no, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. fine. Shut up. Uh, honestly, okay, probably Jerome. like... It would take a lot because it scares me, but I know I'm fine. So, like, I don't know, probably like a few hundred bucks, like to go up really, really high. West, same I mean, I've question. I've been on the Empire State Building, and that scared the shit out of me. I know exactly what you're saying. But I was saying. fine. Yeah, West, same question. Bees. But no bees. amount of money. <laughs> no. Like, it would take a, a huge because bees can actually hurt you. Yeah. Well, like, okay, bees uh, can sting you. The, the big fat ones, the worker bees, um, still can sting you. Not the. Not the big fat ones. There's one type they of bumble- can, the bumble- does not sting. The bumblebees can sting you. They just what die, about sweat bees? and they usually don't. What about little sweat, sweat bees? Sweat bees I little, could, yeah, they don't sting. I could do They're that because they, they just won't. get like itchy. What about yeah. African killer bees? Yeah. Oh, like murder hornets? Yeah. Oh, that nothing. That's easy. Yeah. I'll do yeah, that, I'll do that oh, any free. day. Those guys are great. <laughs> well, phobias. Speaking of phobias, why don't we get on to fan fiction? Yay! I'm so afraid. Yeah. Of fan How does that relate? Because I'm a fan phobic. I'm a fan of phobia. I'm afraid wow. of fans. That's, what a great I'm segue. Of fanfic phobia. Well, I have fanfic phobia. What's, what's I have a phobia, phobia of not reading this fan fiction. Welcome to Stranger Than yeah. Fan Fiction, where we run not... away from the fans and the fiction. I'm I'm scared ah! of not reading the fan fiction. Ooh. There. So now we have to do it. Well, Reese, why don't you tell us about it? it. Is it your in. fan fiction? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about mine. Um, so this is called We're All Okay by Scientia Fantasia. I'm going to assume that's how you say that from um, Archive of Our Own. This is a SpongeBob fan fiction. Uh, it will only have two characters. Taha, you'll be playing Squidward, and Noah, you'll be playing SpongeBob. Um, it is largely narration, but it is written very, very beautifully, and it's a very wildly different take on SpongeBob, so I felt like I needed to, to do this, um, and I'd be remiss to not do a SpongeBob fanfic while Noah is... Uh, is with us. Merci beaucoup. Hang on, I need to do this. What? I could do this. I need to do this. It's that 
Never mind. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, so this, this takes place. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the little girl. Um, this takes place after the SpongeBob musical. Um, so many people may not have seen that, but basically, a volcano erupted and was going to destroy Bikini Bottom, but SpongeBob and Sandy stopped it from happening. That's basically all you need to know. They stopped the eruption with some with one of Sandy's miraculous inventions. Um, and so this takes place after that, and this is about, you know, Spongebob recovering and Bikini Bottom being being in recovery and all that shit. Mm. Uh, and so right before this, a customer came up to Squidward and was being impatient, and Squidward turned around because there was a lot of orders backed up and he, wouldn't, he couldn't find Spongebob. So that's where we are. Spongebob, he calls, getting up and poking his head through the window. He's not at the grill, which entirely isn't right. He frowns and steps out of his boat to go back to the kitchen. SpongeBob! He tries again, opening the door and looking around. He's not there, and his spatula is lying abandoned on the grill. Squidward's heart leaps into his throat, though he quickly admonishes this illogical fear. Surely, it might seem like something terrible must have happened for SpongeBob to have left his spatula. He swallows and looks around, anxiety buzzing at the back of his neck as he searches for any sign of his, of their, fry cook. Lettuce and tomatoes are still laying out on the counter. It's like he vanished into thin air. Then, Squidward hears something. He's not sure what. The lightest shuffle, or a sniff, and looks towards the supply closet. It's hanging open a few inches, though the light is off. SpongeBob? He calls again, creeping towards the closet carefully, and opening the door just enough to peek in. There he is. SpongeBob is curled up on the floor, sitting wedged under the lowest shelf, with his arms wrapped around his knees. Squidward freezes, eyes going wide. A few weeks ago, he... Well, he'd like to think he would have been sympathetic, even if he might not have known what to do with it. But today, his instinct doesn't, for once, lend towards hesitation. He finds himself on the floor before he can even think, dropping to his hands and knees to see if SpongeBob is okay. He's sniffling, but his grip loosens on his pant legs as he at least picks his head up to look at Squidward. His face is damp, eyes glistening, and they're wide like he's surprised to see anyone there, like maybe he thought he was somewhere else. Squidward shifts, not sure where to go from here, but it seems like Spongebob isn't going to get off the floor anytime soon. So he huffs, reflexively gruff, and sits down, attempting to find space for his unwieldy, spindly legs in the cramped space. He barely has time to settle down before Spongebob extracts himself from his shelter and crawls into Squidward's lap, burying his face into his shoulder and clinging to his shirt. Squidward squawks indignantly, tipping off balance and falling those three spare inches he has onto the corner of a box that digs between his shoulder blades. He hisses, but refrains from cursing, not wanting to upset Spongebob's already fragile state. Instead, he writes himself carefully and puts his arms around him, patting his back awkwardly. He's crying again, if he'd ever stopped. Hey, he says, and winces at the tone of it. He was going for, well, concerned and maybe, um, comforting but it comes out flat and edged. He rubs Spongebob's back. Hey. Hey. He tries again, quieter, trying to take a look at him. What's, um, what's wrong? This elicits a sob, and Spongebob clings tighter. <laughs> I was, I was so scared. He whimpers. What if, what if I had, if I hadn't? He devolves into an incoherent mess and something squeezes at Squidward's heart. He chokes back the tears he finds burning at the back of his throat and just runs his hand along Spongebob's back. He's ashamed that it never occurred to him how much he was being put on Spongebob's shoulders. 
He was so caught up in his own stupid problems that he didn't even stop to consider the fact SpongeBob risked his life for Bikini Bottom, even when the entire town had turned their backs on him, even when Squidward had laughed in his face. He huffs, tears coming down despite his best efforts, and cradles SpongeBob's head in his hand, rocking him back and forth as he tries to blink the tears away. It's okay now, he says, struggling to keep his voice steady. You did it. It's okay. He can't think of anything useful. This has the opposite intended effect. SpongeBob just cries harder. Panic stirs in Squidward's chest. The feeling that he did something wrong and made things worse somehow. He can't stand the thought of it. Can't stand the thought of all the times he'd made SpongeBob feel worse on purpose. But he can't do anything about that now. All he can do is hold him close, resting his head on him and trying not to cry himself. It takes a minute, but it works. SpongeBob finally takes a breath, and the tension falls away from his shoulders as he melts into Squidward, no longer curled in on himself. Squidward should be annoyed that he's weeping and sprawling all over him, but all he can feel is a sense of relief. He lets out a mirrored sigh. SpongeBob sits up as much as he can and looks Squidward in the eyes while he wipes his own, red and puffy. Are you... He starts, and then sniffles, taking a breath. Are you all right? Squidward stares at him. He frowns, some kind of irritated or mad, that he can't identify, though not at Spongebob. He couldn't. Not now. He takes Sponge's face in his hands, firmly, though he's not sure where to go from there. He just needs to say something, badly, but what? Yes, is what comes out, certain and steady. And then he realizes what needs to follow it. Thanks to you. We're all okay, thanks to you. Things may have changed, but not that much. The sentiment burns in his throat, unsaid, and he looks away, letting go as he blinks the moisture from his eyes. Okay, he says, shifting slightly in hopes of Spongebob getting up. Come on. Sponge nods and figures out how to get off of him, bracing himself on the shelves and then helping Squidward up too. Squidward brushes himself off and then rips into a pack of napkins on the shelf to dry Spongebob's face. Spongebob stays cooperatively still as he's mopped up, and Squidward flushes, suddenly struck by the maternal nature of all of this fussing. Still, he finishes the job before waddling, uh, wadding the napkins up and tossing them in a corner, and nudges Spongebob out of the supply closet. Uh, maybe you should... He starts, as they emerge back into the kitchen, but he manages to catch himself before suggesting that Spongebob take the day off. No, that would start the waterworks all over again. Uh, I mean, maybe... Spongebob turns around to look at him, eyes wide with curiosity and attention, eyelashes still damp and clinging together. Squidward freezes, scrambling to find the rest of his sentence. If taking the day off won't make him feel better, then maybe... Maybe... we could do something after work? His heart leaps into his throat the moment he says it, anticipating the consequential surge of regret. But then a smile slowly finds its way to Spongebob's face, wide and delighted. Really? He exclaims. The regret doesn't come. Instead, a smile tugs at the corner of his mouth. Really? Spongebob grins and leaps forward, wrapping his arms around Squidward and giggling. Squid frowns, squirming in the vice grip, but it's not so bad, really. All right, he grumbles out of habit. Get back to work, Spongebob. We have customers. Sponge twists around to look at the window above the stove and stares at the orders hanging above it. Woo! He exclaims and, startle and startles into action. Squidward barely has time to blink before a dozen patties are sizzling on the grill. He watches as Spongebob situates them just so, and then calls out to sing song. One minute! He hums happily as he works, mood gone before his eyes are even dry. 
You know, Squidward had spent so long thinking about their two jobs as one and the same. He felt trapped and unfulfilled in his, so he just assumed SpongeBob was somehow deluding himself, and the magic would wear off, and he would just become and he would become just as miserable as the rest of them. But now, he looks genuinely happy. And though Squidward would usually find himself loath to admit that being a fry cook requires any kind of skill, he's talented at what he does. Squidward takes a breath and walks over to place a hand on SpongeBob's shoulder, patting him amicably. It's as much of a good job as he can manage. SpongeBob glances over at him, pausing in his work to spare him a curious and attentive look. Squidward manages some facsimile of a smile, pulling one of the corners of his mouth up. SpongeBob responds to this with a brilliant grin, gap teeth and all. Squidward huffs, fighting back the balloon of affection in his chest, and gives him one more pat before returning to his register, setting, settling in to listen to the familiar sizzling of patties and SpongeBob humming some imaginary song. Off-key, but enthusiastic. Maybe this job isn't so bad after all. The end. Oh, wow. Squiddy. <laughs> that was Squid-woed. lovely. Yeah. So I just thought this was a really sweet, obviously very uh, different mood than SpongeBob often takes. And I found a few of these of like a few different shows that are generally considered comedic, but there were there were a bunch of them that are like very serious takes um, on like the mistreatment of certain characters in the in the show. The Family Guy one I found is about Meg. I'll probably be bringing that one in on another Oof. episode. But yeah, <clears throat> it, it seems like this author is trying to give like I don't know, sort of redemption to the way that SpongeBob is treated by Squidward mm. and just kind of like in general in the show, how like SpongeBob is obviously the focal point of the show and does everything he can to make sure Bikini Bottom is safe and, and happy and sound, even though he causes some destruction sometimes. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought this was a really sweet portrayal of like a, a nice, healthy soft vulnerable friendship mm. between two characters that have the exact opposite and it's also the like rarely in the show you see squidward have empathy yeah they're like maybe two or three episodes like the pizza delivery episode where he's like it's okay sponge and sponge starts crying and then he goes and like beats up the guy and throws the pizza mm -hmm. in his face like uh the when spongebob eats the bomb Oh, yeah. that whole episode yeah. of so just, like, like there making are his only last days. like two or three I think episodes at least in the first three or four seasons where Squidward shows compassion for SpongeBob even though he struggles with having that relationship with him yeah. and so to see those moments where he's very vulnerable and allowing himself to open up to SpongeBob and he like cries in his lap mm -hmm. that's so cute yeah it's to me I'm imagining a like a future a future of SpongeBob where like Squidward is still annoyed by them. He's still annoyed by Patrick and SpongeBob's antics. I don't think that'll ever change, but at least he has some sort of like quiet respect. Like the resentment that Squidward has seems to fade in this, mm. uh, in this fan fiction. And I really like that imagery because he can still be annoyed by them. And they can still have that same relationship, but now Squidward doesn't actually hate them and may actually accept their antics a little bit more. That's a, a very mature thing too. When you're like, when you realize, yeah, things that this person does annoy me, but that doesn't make them a bad person. Yeah. You know, you're just like, yeah, those behaviors, not my favorite. Are they a bad person? Absolutely not. And on the opposite you know? end, the, the like introverted pushes everyone away because they just want to be alone all the time. Uppity, like, just because someone is standoffish doesn't mean they're a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like Squidward's an ass, 
for sure. But he's not a he's not like a garbage octopus. And, and on the opposite, <laughs> opposite, opposite end, back to the start. Uh, no, uh, you can have somebody that has things where you're like, oh, I love the way you do things, and they're a total piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wow. agree. Wholesome. Yeah, right, Taha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many right? things Thanks, I Wes. like about certain people, but they're just garbage humans. Isn't that right, Taha? <laughs> um what yes okay. <laughs> now question for just for you know talking about future spongebobs mm. what you know mr krabs is old he's getting old you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know when he dies who inherits the crusty crabs pearl <laughs> crabs are immortal Okay, but if if it wasn't, (laughs) do you know what I think will happen? I think Pearl will get the inheritance, but I think that she doesn't want to do it and will give it to SpongeBob. Or so then, do you think Squidward will stay Mm. at the or Squidward? I saw a um, squids never die either. I saw someone who it was like a YouTube (laughs) comment that got posted on. uh, I saw it getting shared around Facebook, um, and it was like an alternate ending to SpongeBob, like the final episode that never will be because they're running the show into the ground. <laughs> not resentful at all. <laughs> um, but it was the idea was basically that like Mr. Krabs sells the Krusty Krab, um, and and the formula and everything because he he's gonna be able, he's made enough money. It's he can sell it for enough. It's the most popular restaurant. Oh, Mr. Krabs made enough money. Uh, maybe, I wonder what yeah. realization that at this at this ending. That's a that's a character shift. But guess who he sells it to? Plankton. Plankton. He sells it to Plankton, and then Plankton gets to run the successful business. Mr. Krabs retires. He's rich as hell. SpongeBob gets to continue making patties. Squidward actually maybe gets good at clarinet or alternatively realizes that maybe he does just want to be a cashier and that maybe he doesn't need to have these high-flying adventures and this beautiful, extravagant lifestyle that he always imagined for himself, that maybe he just wants simplicity. Mm. I was thinking, Peace. like, what, what is Mr. Krabs... What if what if there's what if there's another story, the Eugene that we don't get to see? What if Mr. Krabs is making all that money not just for himself? What if there's a reason that he has to make all that? What if he's what if he's trying to raise some money for an altruistic cause, something beyond himself? What if Pearl has just massive terminal whale cancer? Medical, cancer. you know what? <laughs> yeah, oh my terminal. God. It's all over. It's yeah. just wherever there are whales. All yeah. over about well, no, no. He's, what I was, he's got a whale of a tumor. He's just trying to save his <laughs> What I was thinking was, I think that, because we never hear about Pearl's mom or Eugene's former wife. We never learn anything about it. Yeah. Who we could assume what if to she be passed a whale? And he's actually, what if he's like super philanthropic because his wife passed away from something like that. And so that's why he's so obsessed with making money to donate to, like he's he's like the Keanu Reeves of, of Bikini Bottom, who's just, like, secretly yeah. doing good what, things for people. Yeah, what if he was already, like, really, really rich, industry's going well, and he found this dying whale mother that was like, my child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Pearl is the only one whose parent isn't the same fish. She's a mammal. The same, yeah. But, um, yeah, the same but everybody species. else, yeah, it's like <laughs> SpongeBob has sponge parents. Patrick uh-huh. has starfish, starfish parents. parents. Squidward has squid parents. He has squid parents. Have we ever seen them? I don't know. Maybe we've seen Squilliam. We've seen his grandma. Oh, yeah, that's right. no, yeah. it's his mother because he goes, mother? 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 Yeah. Why so, don't you call me? It's, it's yeah. weird that, that uh, Mr. Krabs' daughter is Pearl. So 
I feel like she's either adopted, she's adopted but let's right? make it epic. Let's make it that. And it's like the cost of whale life because he can't afford to move to like a whale district in yeah. the, okay the what about this though because mr krabs we know was in the navy yeah oh, his navy days navy. what if it was like, like a, a war-torn like a war-torn oh, sea bottom that's and hot. then and he finds he falls in love he with falls a whale in love with a whale but then she dies in the war mr. and he has krabs to take is a vet. And he has to take oh, care of the daughter. Shit! Whoa, that's that's, that's actually really sexy. I mm. want to see for for everyone out there. I need to see this animated. Yeah, please. And please now get to work. The, the yeah. like Mr. Krabs in like Miss Saigon type of dealy. Yeah. That's that ooh. would make that relationship so much more uh-huh. like. And he's raising all this money for all of like the the whale children Miss from this war torn country that Bikini Bottom has kind of abandoned after they just destroyed them in whatever war this was. And there's all these whale children that need homes and Mr. Krabs is raising this fund. He needs a bunch of money. So he's super, he's a super penny pincher because he knows that every dollar adds up. So he needs to pinch 25 cents a day. Yeah. He needs to pinch as much money as he can so that he can single handedly support this whale philanthropy. (laughs) So when, when Pearl's like, Dad, can I ever see where I came from? He's like, soon, Pearly. When you're older, Pearly. Yeah, I was going to say. After you graduate. And he he looks down at his budget, and it's like. There's like a picture, like a black and white picture of Mr. Krabs and a whale in like one of those little circular frames. And it shows his goal and how far away he is from it. He's like, soon, Pearly. We should go back to the episode where. Uh, Patrick and SpongeBob paint paint, his house. Mr., uh, paint, paint Mr. Krabs' house. Look for all of and the comb look imagery. Look all the pictures and try to find an image of Mr. Krabs' past. Look in his Dollarama. To indefinitely <laughs> confirm our theory. Hell yeah. Dollarama. And that's just a theory. A fan fiction theory. theory. Hey. Well, good reading, guys. <laughs> uh, once again, that was... We're All Okay by Scientia Fantasia. Scientia Fantasia from Archive of Our Own. Thank you very much for writing that. Um, that is all there is. That is the whole thing. Um, there's a That's tiny, so tiny sweet. bit before that. But yeah, it's just a little little one shot. A gorgeous little Lovely. one shot. A gorgeous well, thank you. Scientia Fantasia. Oh, yeah. Scientia Fantasia. Wesley, yes. what did you bring? <laughs> uh, this is I awesome. I don't know how I found this truly. Uh, so I was I was looking up fan fictions today, and then for some reason, I I was just I was I was in the archive of our own kind of search bar, and I was like having trouble thinking of what I wanted to bring, so I just started typing letters of the alphabet, just like A into fandoms, and it would autofill and give me a list of recommendations. And I got all the way to the M, and one of the first things that pops up in M is M&M commercials. And I was like, what? They have commercials as fandoms? And then I was like, wait a minute. What other commercials do they have? And so I just typed in the word commercial. And so I have brought a auto home and auto insurance commercial fan fiction. <laughs> That is a crossover of the <laughs> progressive cinematic, the PCU, the progressive cinematic universe, and the State Farm cinematic universe, the SFCU. SFCU. 
mixed up with Romeo and Juliet. So this is called Insurance Insurgents, which the author does say he realizes that the title makes no sense, but he thinks that it's fun wordplay, so he's keeping it anyway. Uh, this is by Pie Cloud, uh, and it's pie like the number, not like the delicious dessert. Uh, this was last updated on November 29th of last year, of 2020. And I also want to use this opportunity to say, Pie Cloud, please write more. Please. You're up to, I think he's at like act one, scene two. This this was brilliant. Like I, the moment. We'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about it after the reading. I, I, I will beseech you once again after the fan fiction to write more once everyone else realizes how genius this is. Uh, but let's let's get into it. I won't give it any more pre- prefacing than that. I I we we may have talked about this earlier, but Jake from State Farm is it like from the original it's commercial? The new Jake? Jake it's from the State new Farm. Jake from State Farm. Yeah, we're okay. we're brand new Jake. Got it. It's a brand new Jake. It's brand new Jake. B and J. So Noah, you'll be playing Lucy from Progressive and Jake from State Farm. Hunter, you'll be playing Rodney from Progressive, mm-hmm. Doug from Liberty Mutual, mm-hmm. and Jackie from State Farm. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Uh, Reese, you'll be playing John from State Farm, Jamie from Progressive, and Jack from State Farm. I like that all State Farm employees have to have a name that starts with Jake. Yes, it's a very good, it's a very good little detail. Uh, Taha, you'll be playing Gerard from State Farm. Uh, and a fun little game while you're listening. Try and see if you can tell which characters represent their counterparts in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, so I think I think it's just about time to get into it. Why not? Chapter one, prologue. The stage was set. The die was cast, or what you will. Those bedecked in white aprons with blue stood on one wall, while those in red shirts and khakis were on the other. The looks on their faces were pure anger and hatred. Were it not for the glass partition between the two groups, they would already be at each other's throats, tearing into the flesh, hungry for blood. The blood of the insurance company. (laughs) A chance of a lifetime, they had said. An opportunity to decide once and for all which insurance is superior, State Farm or Progressive. The two had readily obliged, each believing, knowing, in their hearts, that their company was superior. Even though most of the employees had never met each other, they all despised the other side from the very start. The public, of course, looked forward to this bloody spectacle. Indeed, they were the two who had escalated it. They longed for a battle between the red shirts and the white aprons, a battle of the roses of epic proportions. The companies themselves wanted this too, for not only were they fighting for their company, but the very future of the insurance rates in the world. The other insurance companies, of course, didn't want this feud to happen. For one, they didn't want the publicity to be wholly centered around Progressive and State Farm. For another, they believed that massive fighting would damage the entire insurance sector of the economy. After all, insurance existed to help people, but violent rivalry would only hurt them. But the two companies cared not about these concerns. After all, they were the fiercest of rivals, the most passionate of enemies. And yet, two insurance agents would have their lives forever changed by this coverage clash, this ravaging of rates, this around-the-clock anarchy, this savings strife. (laughs) Two insurance agents would find themselves on opposite sides of the feud. Two insurance agents would find themselves in a love-transcending company. (laughs) 
two insurance agents would realize that it doesn't matter whether you prefer aprons or khakis. It matters who you are, except to the insurance company you work for. <laughs> two insurance agents would find that they can't live in a world where they love employees from rival companies, but they could die in one. <laughs> Act one, scene one. Right? Progressive gives such good discounts. Lucy replied. Don't you mean disco nouts? Rodney jabbed. Hey, it was four o'clock at night. You can't really expect me to be to make a great slide that early in the morning. Lucy commented. Rodley, Rodney snickered. Yeah, and we offer so much more protection than State Farm if you bundle your home and auto insurance with us. Lucy cracked her knuckles. Yeah, I wish those buffoons from State Farm were here right now so I could knock some sense into them. Oh, is that so? You want to knock some sense into us? John from State Farm had just come around the corner. At first, Rodney and Lucy looked a bit shaken up, but they quickly realized that now was the time to wreck the very people they'd been insulting. But there were laws against fighting, they realized. Would I get in trouble if I said yes? Asked Lucy. Um, do we have insurance for that? Rodney whispered back. I don't think so. Lucy responded. Then you'd probably get in trouble. Rodney replied. Dang it. Lucy <laughs> sighed. She turned back to John. No, I don't want to knock some sense into you personally, but I do generally want to knock some sense into people who don't think you could bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive and get massive discounts. Are you looking for a fight? Rodney took a step toward John. Me? No. John said. I just want to tell everyone that with State Farm, everyone gets surprisingly great rates. Our, Our insurance, insurance is better. better! Lucy and Rodney chorused. No! Lucy and and Rodney whipped out their Name Your Price tools. <laughs> Lucy aimed her Name Your Price tool at John, pulling the trigger, quickly saying, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. John teleported out of the way, <laughs> appearing behind Rodney. <laughs> Rodney whipped around, about to kick John, and What is going on here? Another figure in khakis entered the scene. Stop fighting, guys! Shut up, Gerard! Lucy shouted. You aren't even in an insurance commercial! But that doesn't matter! You guys need to stop fighting! You'll get in trouble! You can't- No one cares! Jamie ran into the side street. He'd been alerted by the shouting had come to the violent scene like a moth to a lamp. I'll kill you here and now. Everyone must remember how amazing Progressive's insurance rates are. He said this all with an upbeat smile on his face. I just want everyone to calm down! Gerard pleaded. I just want to keep the peace. Peace. Jamie's grin became sadistic. I hate the word. As I hate Whoa it. there, Jamie. Can't start swearing. This has to be PG. Rodney reminded him. Fine. I hate the word as I hate. Heck. State Farm Insurance and you. I'll fight you, coward! Jamie took out two Name Your Price tools, wielding them like double pistols. He began firing at Gerard, who quickly teleported away, humming the State Farm jingle. <laughs> at that, insurance agents flooded the area outside of the hotel. Name Your Price tools shot at the red shirts and khakis. The discord of the State Farm jingle permeated the air as State Farm agents teleported away from the Name Your Price tools aimed at them. They reappeared behind the progressive agents, the fight devolving into kicks and punches. White aprons were stained with the red of blood. Carefully layered hair was thrown into disarray. Holes formed in khakis. Bruises formed from punches. Cuts formed from falls. Holes formed from name-your-price tool shots. Throughout it all, agents were shouting about the benefits of switching to Progressive <laughs> or State Farm. <laughs> Until suddenly... What is going on here? A blonde-haired figure in a yellow shirt, blue pants, and tinted sunglasses emerged on the scene an emu trailing behind him. Um, nothing. Progressive and State Farm agents alike quickly hid their wounds and weapons. Really? 
because it looks like you were having another one of your silly feuds. I know that Liberty Mutual is better because you only pay for what you need. But do you see me trying to murder people because of it? Of course not. You need to stop all this fighting lest the customers end up harmed too. You are achieving nothing. Is it great that State Farm is there for you when you need them? Yes. Is the name your price tool useful? Yes. Is it amazing that Liberty Mutual customizes your insurance so you only pay for what you need? Absolutely. But this doesn't mean we need to fight each other over it. It proves nothing. It merely shows that you want to hurt each other. But that's not what insurance is about. Insurance is for helping the public, not the reason for senseless slaughter. If I see any more fighting around here, I will report you guys. And you will find yourselves on the receiving end of punishment. You will pay. Have I made myself clear? The shamed insurance employees hung their heads, disguising their eyes still full of rage. They all nodded, playing the part of the chagrined child, but none of them intended on stopping the bloodshed. They merely formulated plans to prevent Doug from learning of it. Everyone except for Gerard, Jack, and Jackie from State Farm left. Do you, uh, you know where Jake is? Jack asked. No, but um, thank goodness he wasn't here. Jackie replied. If our lead agent was caught in one of those fights, then, well, we'd truly pay the price. State Farm would never recover its image. I think he was hanging around this yoga retreat in a bathrobe last I checked. Gerard answered. What? I don't know. That's what it looked like he was doing. He was laying on a beach chair with cucumbers on his eyes or meditating or something. I think he's trying to get over whoever his most recent unattainable crush was. Gerard explained. I think it's really getting quite ridiculous. Why can't he fall for one of those random super grateful, pe super grateful people thanking him for the good insurance rates he gives them or something? Well, State Farm offers everyone surprisingly great rates, not just for specific people. Jackie pointed out. Yeah, but I think he's always longed for the unattainable, Jack said. The boy probably doesn't even know what love is. I really wish he'd get out of this phase. Wait, shut up, guys. He's coming here now. I'll try to get some reality into him. Gerard told Jake's parents. You can leave. The two nodded and left. Good morning, Jake. Gerard greeted his friend. Jake sighed. <sighs> wow. Still morning? Feels like it's been so long. This is what it's like when you're in love with someone who doesn't realize State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Gerard rolled his eyes. <laughs> Seriously, Jake? Still stuck on what's-her-name? You never understand, Gerard. Jake said. Her name is Geraldine, and she's the loveliest thing alive. Oh, is she now? Gerard asked. What about Greta, Glinda, and Gloria? I never loved them. Jake replied, disavowing the affections he'd held for previous years. Those were the fleeting fancies of a boy. I'm a man now. Jake nodded sagely. Is that how you always seem to be more rational and even-tempered in the commercials? Gerard inquired. Oh, that's merely acting, Jake said. Pretendings. That Jake knows not of the passion of love, of hate, of wisdom. Gerard gave a non-committal <laughs> noise of affirmation as he scrolled through his feed on his phone. Jake continued. It's very difficult to maintain such a calm exterior when you have such powerful emotion within. It shows how mature I am. I think that I'm able to... Act as such a responsible adult as the tumult inside of me swirls like a hurricane. Yet I do it. After all, a good adult must keep his job. And I definitely lose mine if I revealed my fiery love for the wonderful blossom that Geraldine is. Oh, Geraldine. Why must you work for Geico? <laughs> Geico is the only company outside of State Farm that I could date. 
but they're all still celibate. <laughs> None of them date. Why is this? Why must Geico agents taunt us like that? Oh, woeful day! Gerard raised his eyebrows. Have you ever actually met Geraldine? One does not need to talk to their love to realize their power. Sometimes it is enough to merely gaze upon them from a distance, watching them. You do realize you sound like a stalker. It is not stalking. It is quelling the fires of my heart to prevent me from being inca incapacitated with grief. She is my only true love. I can scarcely go on without meeting her. But I let the brief glimpses I get of her be enough. Gerard pushed his glasses up. You call spending hours outside of her house with binoculars pointed at her window brief? Anything less than my entire waking day spent in her presence feels brief to my soul. There are things you'd understand if you were in love, Gerard. Jake spoke with sweeping gestures, occasionally whacking Gerard with his flailing hands. You really need to chill, Romeo, Gerard said. My fiery passion can never be chilled, Jake replied, offended. <laughs> Wanna bet? Jake glared at Gerard. No, but if you could advise me, I suppose that wouldn't be totally amiss. Thank goodness, Gerard muttered. Try to look at other girls, not just Geraldine. There are lots of other people with far better personalities and more attractive. You clearly have no idea how love works, Jake said. You are as naive as a toddler in terms of love. And besides, Geraldine is a rose in a field of weeds. She is a swan among ugly ducklings. I'm not sure how that's the I'm not sure that's how the story Be works. Be quiet. I'm monologuing. <laughs> she is a cloudless sky in the midst of a storm. She is a doll among mannequins. She is a perfect slice of bunt cake shining among against the messy frosting of all the other slices. She is, in essence, perfect. Gerard was looking very done with the situation at around this point. All right, you done? One can never be done in the throes of love. Naturally, yes, of course, but we are, you know... Standing suspiciously outside of a hotel? Gerard pointed out. Ah, right. <laughs> oh my god! This is That's the amazing. most of the end of Act thing. 1, Scene 1 wow. of Insurance Insurgents. It uh, there's one, one more little bit, I think, after this. Uh, one or two chapters, I think. But it, they, they have stopped writing as of oh. November of last year. And this is my call to action. Yes. Pie we, Cloud, please. We are going to reach out to you. And if you see our email, please. We have a, we have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> We're going to reach out to you. And we will ask and you, we to, will ask you to keep our attention. <laughs> to, to use the your image, very specific set of the skills. The image of a state farm agent running like a good neighbor. State farm is there. Teleporting out like, of behind existence. them. Like getting him into you know, a chokehold. Like what this the is fuck? A, this is a golden recipe for success because the best scene in Anchorman is when all the different news agencies gather yes. in the parking lot and they all just come out of nowhere. Like, como esta, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ben Stiller. Our newest headline, Burgundy sucking chest wound. Yeah. <laughs> We're with the Canada News Network. We're sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. It's Jim Carrey. Oh, my God. Uh, that was, yeah, that, it's just a recipe for success. You get a That's bunch of people excellent. that are absolutely the opposite of, like, a violent, outrageous group of people, and then you get them in a street brawl uh -huh. with weapons and horses and, and name <laughs> your price powers. tools. So this is one of those things where I'm like, I think I understand how bottomless the creativity of fan fiction is, and then I read this. And I'm yeah. like, no, I don't understand I, I want to know. I want to yeah. know... Like, what circumstances 
surrounded pie clouds life that caused them to come up with this idea i feel like they they had to have just been seeing like they were on youtube a lot and they were just seeing a bunch of commercials and it's all the insurance like the you hear the boop 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 and then it's jake from state farm like lounging on the because i know the commercial that they were talking about Uh in there where he's like sitting on the he's laying down by the pool or whatever yeah it's like they see all these insurance commercials and they're just emblazoned on pie's pie clouds mind uh-huh. and, and they were like we ne- i need to turn this into something well because romeo and juliet's honestly a pretty simple formula you just take yeah. two things that don't go well together and then you're like one of each of those clans yeah. is going to fall in love so yeah. what better place to start than insurance companies because they're always vying to be like mm-hmm. come to us come to us yeah, and the yeah, two yeah. biggest like figures. like hunter and being funny like, yeah like yeah. Be farther take apart. someone that's funny <laughs> And then me, yeah. And just let me love them. <laughs> let me reach off of them. It's never, it's never gonna, gonna work. work. <laughs> Fuck. We're not gonna let it happen. We are the funny. We're you the funny. Cannot marry into Why that. would you fucking marry me? <laughs> now I you just question. wanted to kill me, Noah. This is this is very important <laughs> True. because this episode has to be sponsored by State Farm. But uh, are, are we sure? By Geico. I mean, who is sponsoring this episode? Oh, it's, it's Liberty Mutual. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Are we sure it's but Liberty Mutual? You know who wasn't mentioned? Allstate. Oh yeah, they are good. Allstate. Yeah, are we in good up. hands? I want to be in good hands. Wait a minute. Yeah. I feel like you should be sponsored by the General. Oh yeah. Oh, Ooh. for the best car insurance rates in town, call one hundred General now. Yeah. For the best car rates you can save online, go to the General and save, save some, some time. time. Well, you know what? I love I love this idea that all of these like if if State Farm and was it Progressive are in uh this is Verona uh for Romeo and Juliet. So like like for much ado, like uh who's in Messina? And then like so all the insurance companies are now populating Shakespeare worlds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also how anime how anime oh, that, that each insurance company has their own specific like power or yeah. ability. So progressive has the name your price tools, the, the teleporting with guy. State Farm. Like <laughs> what would Geico have? What oh, would I, the, the Liberty gecko, Mutual of course, have? Well, right? The gecko, but let's take it one step further. So they see a Geico agent alone alone on a pier and they're like, only one. And they just kind of go. And Godzilla comes out of the, <laughs> and it's the Geico Gecko. And he's like, like Hello. 15 minutes is all I need <laughs> to level this city. And like Liberty Mutual, each person has their own emu companion. And they, yeah, they like ride pal- on their ride. Like like, ah! <laughs> it's supposed to be Cockney. <laughs> <laughs> they come in on emus with like javelins. It's just oh awesome. my God. Wow. That's insane. good. The general yeah. just. Has an army, just an like army. a private or he tank. Just rides in on a tank. Yeah, he has a big tank. Yeah. The general could be Messina, uh, the whoever the army is in Much Ado, because that yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. who that character. <laughs> they're, they're, uh-huh. just, yeah. they're just the military. All oh, state, yeah. all state just lulls people into their whim by speaking hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah. All state, yeah. oh, you good hands, or maybe they've Are got really good, good hands and they just beat you up. <laughs> you in my good like, hands, huge hands. They're boxers. Yeah. They're like they have the ability boxes. to harden their hands. They're the pugilists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's the man. Hulk hands toys, but yeah. it's like steel, like soccer boppers. Yeah, soccer boppers. Yeah. They're what you. They're You're what in the my hands, hands now. What the Hulk Good hands made you feel like? Yes. That's actually what Allstate oh. is. They've got. They've got like. Yeah, robot hands. Oh, <laughs> who was um, who was the uh the mayhem 
in the, oh, the yeah. Mayhem commercial. That, oh yeah, because I feel like that's no, that's, that's Allstate. Per, is that Allstate? Allstate is the Mayhem. What if so okay? Maybe so Allstate is chaos. Maybe Allstate just has the power well, of unluck that they can bestow upon somebody. Yeah. Well, we're 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 misconstruing it because Mayhem is what you're trying to get protected from by Allstate. Yes, but what better business model than having control yeah. of the they problem they control and they that's right. the solution? Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayhem is do it. absolutely working for Allstate. Mayhem, yeah. mayhem is like a god. That's the thing. I feel He's like Mayhem I feel like Mayhem doesn't work for Allstate. Allstate just has a rapport Works around with... Mayhem is mayhem. a force of nature. <laughs> and Allstate merely is able to beckon Mayhem to aid them All in their time simply, of need. They're simply taking advantage of the opportunity that is before yeah. them. Mayhem's like Loki. Yeah. It's like, Mayhem, listen, we know you don't want to help Allstate, but we know you also want to wreck all the other insurance agencies just as much as us. So do it. So He's we're like, just creating the ICU, the Insurance yeah. Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. ICU. The ICU. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you're going to go if you don't subscribe to Allstate. Allstate. Ah! <laughs> and our Patreon. Yeah. Oh, God. So once again, this was Insurance Insurgents by PyCloud. It is, this is probably that the greatest fan fiction. Bottomless uh, creativity. Ever. Yeah, it's, we'll it's incredible. Probably, if there's enough of it left, we... I I would like to bring this back on a minisode, which oh, yeah. you can hear on our Patreon, but only on our Patreon. Yeah. So. And honestly, please lend us your energy. Spirit bomb Pie Cloud yeah. to be like, hey, let's, let's, let's cross our fingers and hope that Pie Cloud brings this back. Because yeah. this is just too good not to yeah. keep writing. But Pie Cloud, if you don't feel like doing it, that's fine. If you have other work, I'm going to find Yeah, I will find it. I will find it. And, and I, I will read it. <laughs> Well, I think that all, I think that does it for us. Yeah, right. No, yeah. you know how we sign off. I it's the be be weird, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's wanna, first. Wanna, I'm so glad that you listened to our well, show. Well, everybody, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon if you haven't already. And as always, be, be weird. And stay strange. And stay strange. <laughs> If you like what we're doing, be sure to leave us a comment or review. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at STFF Podcast or make your way over to STFFpodcast.com. And if you really, really like us, consider subscribing to our Patreon for more exclusive recordings like our mini-sodes and off-the-page series. Thanks for listening.